0: Talk Radio 96.7. We are talking sports, amongst other things, such as the Boys of Summer, Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Life Floor. Your host of Sports Central this afternoon is Chris Caprios.
1: Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this. Thursday's edition of Sports Central. They have brought back the veterans for this one for you. So uh, Chris and Justin, riding along with you on this Thursday, we'll see if we remember how to do this. It's been a while, and, and the thing is, Justin, they uh, not only do they turn the keys over to us, they don't even give us any guests. So we've got to just talk for an hour.
2: Yeah, I think we'll be all right, dude. It, man, it's kind of they say it's like riding a bike. And if there's anything like riding a bike for you and I, at least, it's talking sports. So I think we'll be able to make it make it work for at least the next hour.
1: Yeah, plenty to talk about, and uh, we will uh, we'll get right to it. Um, again, like I said, no guests, so the phones are open. You can give us a call uh, if you want to do that. I, I'm assuming the phone number is still the same. I don't know. Just uh, try to look it up on. Google it or something. I don't know. No, it's 682 six eight two fourteen thirty is still the number. So uh, give us a call uh, as you're listening. Give us your thoughts. A lot going on yeah. in the world of sports. We're going to talk Major League Baseball. Um, of course, we'll talk plenty of local sports. The Ledger continuing on with their uh, Super 16 high school recruits. as football season. Justin is right around the corner.
2: That's crazy, man. It's hard to believe football season's already here. I mean, the kids are back in school. Just started back in Polk County here this week. And uh, football season's here. I mean, summer's over, and uh, it's time to get back to the gridiron. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, uh, of course, baseball, we're coming up to October. Playoffs right around the corner as well, so hitting the home stretch there. Not a whole lot to cheer about for our local teams, but <laughs> um, good things to look forward to in the future. And, uh, of course, theres we talk about it all the time here on Sports Central. There is an abundance of talent, uh, especially at the high school level. And as you mentioned, we're going to touch base on that here uh, later in the show.
1: Yeah, so again, plenty to talk about, lots of uh, local events and events that uh, have been recruited here uh, that will be taking place very soon uh, that, that we'll talk about later in the show as well. But let's start off uh, with the, uh, the scoreboard and, and, and headlines from this afternoon. And also, uh, again, just out of practice, we should have mentioned at the beginning, this segment brought to you by Spring Hill Suites, a great partner of tourism and sports marketing in Polk County. Uh, but scoreboard from this afternoon, of course, it's Thursday. That means uh, getaway day. In Major League Baseball, so some afternoon games going on and a team that's just in a tough spot right now after news from yesterday that we'll talk about in a minute, but the Tigers dropped another one, this one in 10 innings to the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Uh, they dropped this one four to three in 10. And uh, Justin, you actually were just up in Detroit. Um, so you can speak to probably the, the mood and the feeling around Comerica Park which has probably changed even since you left there, but yeah. you were there uh, when they played the Guardians just the other day.
2: Yeah, I mean, the the fans, you could kind of feel not so much the frustration, but um, I guess more or less the disappointment. I think a lot of the fans, ourselves included, um, went into this season with not expectations of playoffs or even World Series, but expectations of performing better than what they have. I mean, they, this team has got a ton of great young talent uh, up and down the entire roster. I think a lot of the experts would say they've got the right manager in place to help develop that young talent, uh, but they've just been plagued by the injury bug this year. And unfortunately, the injury bug is undefeated when it comes to Major major League Sports. Um, and they've they've had major injuries up and down the roster from Casey Mize with that Tommy John surgery. Mm. Um Riley Green got injured before he came up uh, later in the year. Spencer Torkelson's not having a great year. Uh, Javi Baez, their big signing, not having a great year. The other big signing, Eduardo Rodriguez, um, just walked away from the team for family matters. Uh, I did hear he's about to come back, though. He started a rehab assignment. So from a fan's perspective, though, there's just some some disappointment there. Uh, But they're still coming out to support their team like they always do in the city of Detroit.
1: Yeah. So uh, again, they uh, dropped this afternoon's game to the Guardians, four to three in ten. Uh, Houston beats Texas seven to three. The Marlins over the Phillies three nothing, and then still in action right now. Uh, the White Sox down five to two to the Royals. Uh, tied up in Colorado with uh, the Rockies and the Cardinals, and Pittsburgh over Arizona right now in the fifth. Um, and then tonight. Big game, uh, although it's the, the Field of Dreams game, but it could be yeah. the Field of Nightmares tonight with these two teams. <laughs> uh, it probably could have gotten a better matchup. The Reds and the Cubs uh, will be playing in, uh, what, Dyersville, Ohio. Or uh, not Ohio, uh, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, I mean after the after the game last year, if you remember, when it was the White Sox and the Yankees, an absolute epic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, both great rosters, uh, just a just a fun game to watch as a fan of baseball. And then you've got two teams that are probably in fourth and fifth place in the NL Central going at it tonight. You, you would have loved to have seen something more along the lines of the Cubs and Cardinals, Dodgers, Giants, yeah. Red Sox, Yankees. Something more of a rivalry type game, uh, being played at such an iconic field. But, uh, hopefully it'll, it'll still be a good game. Uh, but like you said, the, the, the team, the two teams leave a lot to be desired tonight.
1: Yeah. I just hope they don't come out of the, uh, the cornfield, like before oh, the gosh. game with Kevin. I mean, it got me really, really bad last year. I shed a few <laughs> tears, so I don't want to have to do that again <laughs> this year with uh, with Kevin Costner and, and and the crew coming out of the uh, the cornfield. But no, it's like you said, it's an awesome venue, cool game. Uh, it doesn't really matter who's playing that when you get to see the throwback right. uh, uniforms and. And I read also the players will be mic'd up. The All-Star game this year, that was so cool to see, especially to have the pitchers that were pitching right then mic'd up, talking through what they were about to do, why they were doing it. You need more of that, I think, in baseball to get this younger audience uh, uh, more tuned into that. And uh, they talk about baseball being slow. I mean, I don't feel that way, but the younger kids these days coming up do feel that way, so I think – that's the kind of stuff to, to really innovate the game that they need more of.
2: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think a lot of people pr- refer to the game as, like you said, slow but stale as well and needing some new innovation and new engagement. And that mic'd up on the field in real time is exactly what this young crowd's looking for. Uh, I think back in back to one of my days in college, you know, which was ironically almost 10 years ago, um, <laughs> we call it uh, one of my professors called it the McDonaldization of society is that people want it now and they want it faster. They want it quicker. And that's exactly what these young kids want. They want to be able to engage in real time and having the players mic'd up, like you said, at the all-star game just provided a different level of experience from fans watching it in person, uh, on their television. So it'll be fun to watch tonight, despite the fact that the two teams are, uh, leave a lot, uh, a lot to be desired when it comes to star power. But, um, going to be fun for sure yeah
1: yeah that game starts at 7 15 tonight so it'll be one to watch real quick couple other headlines from today and we'll get more into baseball next segment and again we'll talk about the ledgers super 16 their latest uh, pick in the super 16 next segment as well but uh, news from today and we'll talk some nfl later in the show third segment probably Um, tom brady uh, we'll be uh, stepping away from the Bucks just temporarily, don't get too too worried, yeah. um, handling some personal matters. And they made a point to say this was something that was planned long before the season, so they knew this was coming. It's not a last-minute thing you sprung on them. So uh, that's an interesting uh, move right in, ahead of their um, opening uh, kickoff uh, preseason game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, uh, no idea what it is. Maybe he's got a vacation planned with Giselle and the kids or something. (laughs) Maybe he's promoting a new avocado tequila. Um, Who knows? But he will be back well before the season kicks off there in early September. So Bucks obviously, one of the heavy favorites in the NFC and all of the NFL to uh, go to the Super Bowl. But um, definitely something to watch, especially with uh, Kyle Trask and his issues uh, in preseason camp or in camp thus far leading into the preseason.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, hey, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, uh, with the, when he retired at the be, at the beginning of uh, at there at the beginning of the pre or the beginning of the off season, I, I'm sure you know the Bucks would have been fine with him taking the entire preseason off if they would have known he was coming back. So yeah. I'm sure they're not worried about it. It'll be the Blaine Gabbert show, uh, at least for the foreseeable future until he comes back right before. Their preseason game against Tennessee but uh, uh other news from yesterday we're going to get into this more in depth after the break Al Avila out as GM of the Detroit, of the Detroit Tigers so uh, they're cleaning house up there in the front office and again we'll get into that more after the break but uh, we do have to take our first break of the show Chris and Justin with you on this Thursday afternoon. Again, our lines are wide open. We have no guests. Give us a call, 682-1430. We're going to take this break. We'll be back on the other side, talk some Major League Baseball and more right here on Talk 96.7 WLKF.
0: Spring Hill Suites brings you the segment of Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you and covered by Justin and chris
1: hey welcome back everybody second segment of sports central on this thursday afternoon good to be with you and uh man it's been a while uh, but uh we're, we're getting there like you said justin's uh not too bad we got plenty to talk about though so
2: yeah i mean the, <laughs> the kids decided um, that they didn't want to come to work today yeah. and uh they called us in called called in the bullpen to uh, clean up their mess and we're taking care of
1: it yep yeah, always always is like that. But uh, we were talking right before the break, uh, some Major League Baseball. Of course, the big news yesterday, not only uh, here in Lakeland or in Detroit, but in the whole world of baseball, was Al Avila after seven seasons is out as uh, GM in Detroit. Um, tough decision for them to make. I mean, you know, we work and have a good partnership with the Tigers, not only here uh, in Lakeland, but up in Detroit. It's a major market for Polk County. Um, so I had the opportunity to to meet and talk with and work with uh, Al Avila over the years. What a, what a great guy! Um, but it was just one of those. It's it's one of those things where you just say it's it's a business. It's what you have to do.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think you know Al being in the business for so long, probably I'm sure he saw the writing on the wall that uh, you know unless the team just drastically turned it around, started winning some games, this was probably inevitable for him. Um, I think he's done an absolute yeoman's job over the last seven years orchestrating the rebuild and stockpiling the amount of talent they have in the farm, not only at the major league level, but in the farm system as well. Um, you know, the, it, it's crazy to think the names that he had through that organization, you know, over the last seven to 10 years, you know, with the likes of JD Martinez and Verlander <laughs> and Scherzer, and you can keep, you can go on and go on and go on. Uh, but, uh, nevertheless, he's out, uh, and now the search begins for Chris Illich and the team up there on the next uh, GM for the Tigers as they look to hopefully turn the ship and uh, start winning some games like they used to.
1: Yeah, and of course, a lot of names being thrown out there. I've heard Theo Epstein a million times oh, wow. already, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think his name will probably come up with. And, yeah. and it is, it's an, you know, you mentioned the the stockpiling of the the minor league system and the pipe the pipeline really. Um, it's an attractive job no matter yeah. what, even if you didn't have that. It's Detroit, the storied history um, of, of that city and the, the love they have for all of their teams, not just the Tigers, but all their teams. So it's an attractive job no matter what. Um, but, yeah, the search is on. And, and again, yeah, Theo Epstein's a name that's been thrown out. And then you've got all, a lot of up-and-coming young guys. So it'll be interesting to see, um, to see what they do and how quickly they make that call. How involved will A.J. Hinch be in that decision right. as well?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't foresee uh, a permanent replacement being named this season. They'll take the offseason to interview some candidates. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of candidates that are currently working on other major league teams that they're going to want to interview. Um, so they'll, we'll find out soon enough, I would ass- definitely before spring training next year, uh, as to who uh, Al Avila's replacement will be there in Detroit. But like you mentioned, great young team to work with. Um, ownership has proven over the years that they're willing to spend money uh, case in point, Javi Baez and Eduardo mm-hmm. Rodriguez over this past off season, probably not the best investments, uh, at least right now. Uh, but nevertheless, ownership is willing to spend money when it's when it's right. So uh, Theo Epstein, I think, is probably a long shot. I don't even know yeah. what Theo Epstein's doing right now. Well, he's
1: working. I think he's in the in, working for Major League Baseball. That's yeah, right. I, okay. I think he's just one of those. It's like every time an opening comes up, yeah, just uh, throw Theo's yeah, name out there. throw him out there. Yeah.
2: We'll see. Yeah,
1: but uh, Sam Menzen will, uh, is has stepped in and he will assume the role. Uh, he was he was an assistant general manager. Okay. Um, and he's I think he's one of these numbers analytics guys, and uh, he's going to step in for the rest of the, the rest of the season, and then we'll see what happens from there. But um, future is bright in Detroit. It's just now getting that person on board, seeing what changes they make, because you got to foresee there's going to be some changes and some people gone traded away let go and and really starting i don't want to say rebuild because they have that foundation but starting uh with a fresh vision exactly uh, what
2: they're looking for yeah that new gm is going to put their stamp on the team one way in one way or another
1: and uh also uh keeping uh talking uh, some major league baseball the rays trying to keep pace in the al east they are finishing up a series with the brewers they've had a tough time talking about injuries they've had their share as well um, so they're they're struggling just to keep pace with a team like the Orioles that are
2: that are streaking. <laughs> no, who thought who would have thought that <laughs> that a team like the Orioles uh, would be six games above 500 right now in the AL East and vying for a wild card spot right there. But uh, interestingly enough, within the AL East as well, the vaunted Yankees on a slide right now two and ten two and eight in their last ten. Um, they've got uh, some issues to work out there in the Bronx, but obviously I think they're well entrenched with the playoff spot now that we're uh six weeks left till yeah. roughly the postseason. So I think you'll see the Yankees there, but I think uh yeah, you you have a very good shot to see four teams, I think, come out of the East. No, yeah. it'd be three teams, right? Two wildcard spots. Yeah. So yeah. three teams come out of the A L East um this year, which uh is probably not that surprising for most baseball fans.
1: Yeah. Well a lot of people saying it's the curse of Joey Gallo. They were I think as of a couple <laughs> days ago, the Dodgers were six and oh since making the trade. The Yankees were 0 and five. He had a home run the other night. But uh Yeah yeah, the, the the vaunted curse of Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo,
2: man. <laughs> they, uh, did you see, I don't know, not to get too far off topic, but along those same lines, Juan Soto uh, with the Padres. Now the Padres have been terrible since the Soto trade. Yeah. I think they've dropped I don't know how many in a row, and uh, they're falling fast there in the NOS. So just goes to show you that uh, mortgaging the, the entire system for one guy, um, which the Yankees have a very deep system, so Joey Gallo wasn't that big of a loss. <laughs> Um, or a gain, or definitely wasn't a gain for them. So uh, it'll be an l- interesting last six weeks here in Major League Baseball to see what happens. I'd love to see somebody like the Orioles break through and, may- and get a wild card spot. Not to say they do any damage in the postseason, but another another team there that's got a good young core or foundation, mm-hmm. if you will, um, getting ready to look uh, towards a bright future.
1: Yeah, so uh, a lot going on in Major League Baseball. And uh, again, we, t- we promised we'd get to um, the Ledger's uh, Super 6 team, we do have to take a break, though. We'll, pro- we'll get to that on the other side as we start talking football anyway yep. with NFL. Like it. Um, so we promise we are going to get to it. Uh, and, again, we uh, have the phone lines open 682-1430. Going to take a break. And, Eric, I think it's been so long, I, I was going to say it's Paul Harvey coming up, but I'm sure it's not anymore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I knew it wasn't. But uh, we, do. <laughs> we are headed to break. We'll be back on the other side on uh, Talk 96.7.
0: Hey, we're getting back into Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central brought to you by MABE Productions and Installation. Hosting this afternoon's show is Chris Caprios. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back to the big show on this Thursday afternoon. Chris and Justin with you. And uh, we were talking before the break a little bit of Major League Baseball, but we've been promising the whole show if you've been with us. If you haven't, where have you been? Uh, but we've been promising the whole show to talk about Uh, One of our great partners, the Ledger, Um, they're doing an awesome series right now um, on the Super 16. So, of course, we always talk about the great talent in Polk County, and it is football season right around the corner for high school football. Of course, school just started back uh, for many yesterday and uh, for some others last week. But anyway, football starting up and no shortage of talent, um, especially no shortage of talent being recruited by major Colleges, universities on the football side and the ledgers highlighting their super 16 right now. So go to ledger.com and check that out. Uh, But we'll tell you today, um, the most recent uh, in that super 16, they're up to number seven, Jernoris Wilson from Lakeland High School, Justin, uh, one of many that's on the Super 6 team from Lakeland. They are just loaded, as they always are. But uh, Janoris is uh, looking to have a big year, and he's being recruited by some big teams.
2: Yeah, he is. He's a transfer, actually, from another local school, Lake Gibson High. (laughs) Uh, He transferred over to Lakeland this year. Uh, But as you mentioned, he's already uh, getting offers from the likes of Auburn, Syracuse, Pittsburgh, Oregon, Kentucky, Cincinnati, UCF. So... Uh, being looked at by some major D1 schools, Janoris stands at six foot five, three hundred pounds. He's a senior offensive lineman for, as you said, Lakeland High School. Uh, they're expecting big things from their big new offensive lineman there, Janoris, uh, and uh, I, I would expect him to protect uh, protect their quarterback this year and uh, and lead Lakeland to, uh, as always, uh, some. Crooked numbers and some big wins. Yeah, yeah. And Lakeland,
1: of course, uh, as usual, uh, in, in all the, the preseason national rankings and everything else. And uh, and uh, Jernoris' uh, goal this year is to earn a spot as an Under Armour All American. And it sounds like he's well on his way to doing that. And he is on so. the, the Ledger Super 16 list, in at number seven. So continue following the Ledger um, for, uh, to find out who is number six through number one on that list. But you, again, you can go to theledger.com. Uh, to the sports section and find out and catch up on the ones you've missed number 16 through number 7 but uh, check them out our great partners at the ledger Uh, but talking about uh, football uh, from high school to NFL uh, we talked about Tom Brady earlier in the Bucs they released their um, preseason depth chart so that means it's it's time they're about to kick off on Saturday night Uh, they've been practicing with the Dolphins all week but now they We'll uh, we'll lace it up for real, uh, or at least for real slash preseason real, on Saturday night at Raymond James Stadium. But there's some football on tonight as well, Justin. you got a a couple games uh, in action. you got the Giants at the Patriots and the Titans at the Ravens.
2: I'm excited, man. Uh, You know, we had the Hall of Fame game last week to really kind of kick off, uh, pun intended there, I guess, (laughs) um, the uh, preseason schedule for the NFL. Uh, My Patriots in action tonight. Uh, No starter is going to be – suiting up tonight, though. They did announce that for the Patriots. And then, of course, Tennessee and Baltimore. Interestingly enough, I saw today Baltimore is going for like 22 straight preseason wins. They haven't lost a preseason game (laughs) since like 2015, uh, I saw. But uh, that doesn't necessarily translate into Super Bowl wins. Seems how they haven't won one since, uh, I don't know, 2001. No, 2012. They've Uh, they've won how many preseason games in a row? Like 22, 21, 22, something (laughs) like that. Yeah. Um, and I was going to ask you too on the preseason side because I, I don't know, maybe I've been living under a rock for the last few years. Uh, have they always done it like this, where they they hold joint practices and then play that team in the preseason game, like leading up to the game?
1: It seems like the Bucks have the last few years. I, I got to be—I've talked about this before for those that have been with the show for the last twenty years. Uh, they may remember me talking about this, but <laughs> um, it's been a while. But I just can't get—I'm a huge football fan, but I just cannot get into preseason. Um, just I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's hard to get excited about it. But yeah, I, I know the Bucks. I think last year, um, speaking of the Titans, I think uh, they they practiced against the Titans and then they ended up playing them. So okay. I think it's kind of a relatively new thing, but it is happening around the league. And I guess it's kind of good. Um, probably yeah. by the end of the week, though, those teams get tired of each other. You probably see more fights in the preseason game.
2: Unless you're the Giants, then you just fight each other um, during yeah. practice. So. <laughs> You know, I agree, man. Preseason is is just kind of going through the motions. I think Aaron Rodgers said the other day that um, he doesn't see the point in suiting up for one series. You know, if he's going to go out and, and play, he wants to play multiple series, a quarter maybe, uh, to actually get some reps in. But for him being, I don't know what he is, 18-, 19-year vet now, yeah. to suit up for one series just doesn't make sense. It's, it's really a waste of time for those veteran guys. The preseason is just the chance for the teams to see what they have in terms of depth. Uh, behind who they know is going to be. They already have those starters locked in. There may be one or two on each roster that they're trying to get locked in, but uh, it's really just a showcase for those rookies and and those guys trying to make teams or trying to make the final 53-man rosters. Uh, But soon enough, we'll have games that mean something in, what, uh, two or three weeks, right?
1: Yeah, September 8th is the uh, the big night. They'll kick it off on a Thursday night. So, yeah, about three weeks from today, I believe. Maybe four weeks. I don't know. I'm not good at math, but... Um it's why, yeah. we're, it's but, why we're
2: marketing guys. Yeah, but,
1: you, you know, you speak to the, the you know, but well, like what Aaron Rodgers said. You look at what Tom Brady, what we just talked about earlier, um, he wanted to make sure he planned it this way. He wanted to make sure he was back for that early part of camp where he could gel with the guys, get to know them, the new guys, and, and get that camaraderie going. But he's, he specifically said, I believe, in the statement today— he knew he wasn't going to play a lot in the first couple of preseason games, so it was a good time for him to step away from the team. He didn't want to take reps at practice away from the guys that would be playing. So that speaks to how serious some of these guys – not serious, but how important some of these games are. They're not very – but except for those guys trying to fight to make the team.
2: Yeah, when you start talking about guys that have been in the league for 10, 15, 20 years, if you're Tom Brady, uh, yeah. they don't need that game action – Right uh, to get ready for the season. They need those reps at practice with the team to build that camaraderie, to build that chemistry, especially with any new receivers they may have, new offensive linemen they may have, new defensive personnel on that side of the ball as well. But uh, the preseason is really, like we mentioned, is just kind of the chance for the teams to see what they have in terms of depth. Um, and then come September 8th, the horses will be in there and they'll be off to the races for 17 games, right? 17. Yeah, yeah, they added that new that three preseason yeah. and an extra regular season game. So seventeen games. And uh it should be fun to watch, man. I know we're both getting excited for it. It is four weeks away. I checked the calendar so we didn't have to do math. Four weeks. I believe it's the uh the Rams. Uh the Rams and somebody kicking it off uh yeah. Thursday night on September eighth to uh to start the season. So man, I'm uh big things expected for our Bucks though. I did see uh uh I don't know who the quarterback's coach is. You probably know his name better than I do. Uh, But anyway, he said uh, this is the best he's seen the ball come out of Brady's hand in however many years he's been watching him now. So Brady's looking good at 45 years old, at least in training camp.
1: Yeah, got plenty of people to throw it to as well the defense some parts of the defense I think a few new starters on that side but uh yeah it'll be be fun to watch uh, and the opening game is on Thursday September 8th that's uh you said four weeks from today yep. so seven times four 28 more days um, until the, uh, the <laughs> you can't do math until they kick it off uh, that'll be the bills. At the Rams, so okay. quite a way to kick it off. That's going to be a great game, though. Over-under on that's probably 200, I would think, <laughs> um, for that game. Um, but it, that'll be a fun game to watch to start the season uh, as Bill's Mafia travels out to L.A. to face the uh, defending uh, defending champion Rams. That's, that's weird to say. And Matthew Stafford, so yeah, uh, that's when they kick it all off. And the Bucks, by the way, will kick off at the Dallas Cowboys, so uh, that'll be a Sunday night game. That'll be a win. One.
2: Check, yeah. check. That's a win column for the Bucs. Yeah, I'd take a,
1: I'd, I'd, I think that should be a win for the What them. do you
2: think? Uh, I don't know how much time we have. I don't see Eric pulling the hook out yet, man. Uh,
1: he, uh, he, he's trying to. Uh,
2: <laughs> what do you think? Real quick, what do you think about the um, – I'll get your, your, your quick take on the Jags and the Dolphins being Florida-based teams. Jags, obviously, with a new head coach up there and Doug Peterson, obviously in that train wreck that was last year with Urban Meyer now behind them. He's got Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully uh, Travis Etienne's back for Trevor Lawrence. They brought in some new pieces there. And then obviously with the Dolphins on the other side, bringing in Tyreek Hill, bringing in uh, Raheem Mostert. They got a new head coach down there as well, expecting big things out of Tua. I think the
1: dolphins I don't know about the Jaguars. I mean, I, I saw Trevor Lawrence interviewed in a pre- one of the preseason games on the sideline. He didn't look like he's gained like one pound since college, and he needs to put some weight on <laughs> yeah. to be in the NFL. I don't know about them, but I think I think Miami is going to maybe not even surprise people. I think they're going to be good this year. Yeah. I think Tua will um, has some stuff to prove that what they tried to bring in two quarterbacks over him. Uh, yeah. Number one of them being Tom Brady, uh, like behind his back, and I think he's got things to prove. He's got people to throw to now. I think they're going to have a good exciting team to watch I think they'll be good this year
2: yeah I do too um, I, it, I I have to laugh now at every time Tyreek Hill gets behind a mic because he's just <laughs> talking about how two is the most accurate quarterback he's ever yeah. played with I mean and I think Patrick Mahomes probably have a lot to say about that uh, but I would agree the uh, the uh, excuse me the AFC East is going to be I think stacked. I think the Jets are going to be better than what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, the Can't Patriots yeah. Patriots obviously made the playoffs last year. Mac Jones now in year two is going to be bigger things for him as well in the AFC East. Um, but I agree. I think the Dolphins are going to be vying for one of those wild-card spots. I don't expect them to challenge the Bills for the division, but uh, they'll definitely be in the hunt for one of those wild-card spots. The AFC is just going to be stacked top to bottom. Uh, I mean, I would, shouldn't say bottom, but top to – <laughs> three quarters of the way through. Uh and then in the NFC, man, you've got, you know, really the Bucks, the Rams, the Packers. That's pretty much it. Saints should be there. Yeah. Uh yeah. as well. But I mean it's really top heavy in the NFC and then kind of falls off a cliff whereas the afc has just got a ton of good teams yeah you're right it
1: should be it'll be as always an interesting year to watch the nfl and again it kicks off september 8th and sunday september 11th with that we got to get a break we'll come back with your local update a lot of events coming up and we'll talk some flying tigers baseball give you a rundown of their upcoming schedule
0: right after you listen to this on talk 96.7 talk radio 96.7 sports central Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn of Lakeland. We'll talk some more sports here with Chris and Justin.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Fourth and final segment. Uh, Catch us now because I probably won't be back for another 10 years or so. It's, it seems like it's about the, the cycle, but um, I'm glad to be back with you, Chris and Justin, on this Thursday afternoon. And uh, we've been talking a lot of different stuff. And real quick, a plug for our friend, uh, Ronnie Ocean, the Ozone tonight at eight o'clock. Interesting uh, way, uh, an interesting get for yeah. him for a couple. Uh, uh, and I don't, these two guys probably don't show up on the same show very often. uh, Brand-new play-by-play guy or brand-new voice of both the Gators and the Seminoles will be on with the Ozone later tonight. Not at the same time. They probably can't be on at the same time. That would be ugly, but at different times. So that's a good good show coming up Yeah, that's
2: a huge get for Ronnie O and uh, Joe there on the Ozone later on tonight catch uh, Sean Kelly, the new voice of the Gators, and Jeff Colhane taking over for Gene Deckerhoff as the voice of the Seminoles as the college football season right around the corner.
1: Yeah, so that'll be tonight, eight o'clock, right here on Talk Radio ninety six point seven. And uh, and Ronnie, if you're listening, that's a free plug from us. So there you go. How about that?
2: Uh, we won't charge you.
1: <laughs> just saw him uh, saw him last Friday, so it's always good to see Ronnie Ocean uh, out and about. But uh, check him out tonight at eight o'clock. Um, but getting into uh, back to baseball real quick. The uh, our local update will start with the Lakeland Flying Tigers. They are on the road in Daytona right now. Um, they actually had a doubleheader last night. The second game got rained out, but they lost the first seven to one. They return home next Tuesday against St. Lucie, uh, and of course, they always have all kinds of great promotions going on. A lot of them every night next week, but a big one coming up on the nineteenth. Justin,
2: yeah, that's right. Bring out your furry friends for Bark in the Park there, August nineteenth at Joker March Publics Field at Joker Marchant Stadium. Always, uh, even not on the theme nights. It uh, is always a great night, family-friendly night, to go out and check out the Flying Tigers there at Publix Field.
1: And, and not a lot of games left to check them out, actually. They uh, they wrap up their season, I think, the first week of September, so uh, hard to believe their season wow. wrapping up soon. But uh, next week you can catch them six games in a row starting Tuesday night with Baseball Bingo, All You Can Eat Wednesday, Thursday night, drink specials the next Thursday night. And again, the Bark in the Park, ever-popular Bark in the Park, Absolutely. next Friday night on the 19th. Saturday um, fireworks and then Sunday uh, brunch on the 21st. So check out the Flying Tigers while you can. They got, we talked earlier in the show, the uh, great prospects in the Tigers farm system and it all starts right here in Lakeland. Um, so check out the uh, the Flying Tigers when they're back in town. And local updates, some big events coming up throughout uh, Polk County, Justin. These bring a ton of economic impact to the area. People staying in hotels, going to restaurants, uh, what are some of the events that we have coming up?
2: Yeah, absolutely. The uh, Perfect Game Showcase going to kick off at Northeast Regional Park there in Davenport. That new baseball quad out there going to be put to good use uh, coming up this weekend, August 13th and 14th out in Northeast Regional Park again at Davenport. Uh, the NSA SummerSlam National Softball Association in a couple weeks there, August 20th, August 21st. Uh, big softball tournament going to be taking place in South Lakeland there at Christina Park. Uh,
1: yeah, and uh, you mentioned uh, Northeast Regional Park. That's a great partnership between uh, between Polk County uh, Tourism and Sports Marketing and Polk County Parks and Recreation, getting that uh, done, and a brand-new, really brand-new facility out there. Um, so uh, a great location and just another of the many fine facilities throughout Polk County that we're able to bring events into.
2: Absolutely, and, uh, and, and uh, I was surprised to see this on the list, Just but it, <laughs> it makes sense because um, school has started again. But uh, cross-country, back in full yeah. swing. So Holloway Park is going to be busy there with a, a lot of great events coming in, uh, none bigger than the Florida uh, FLrunners.com Invitational going to be coming up later this year as well at Holloway Park.
1: Yeah, that's a huge event. And, and you mentioned Holloway Park, it, known throughout the state, really throughout the Southeast, maybe even nationally, is one of the top uh, facilities for cross-country in the state of Florida. And really, I'd say in the Southeast, it's just uh, it's really turned into a, a huge Place uh, for holding cross country events. You mentioned FL runners. We've had um, conference championships there, uh, yeah. college conference championships. Um, so a great, uh, another great facility in Polk County. But you can check out uh, more at uh, CentralFloridaSports.com to find out all the events that are coming into the county, and also for things to do throughout the county. Go to VisitCentralFlorida.org, or you can give us a call at 863-551-4750 to find out more information about this and other events taking place throughout if the game. you want county. to
2: talk to somebody, you can come out and say hi to me and my yeah. team out at the uh, Visit Central Florida Welcome Center at uh highway 27 a quarter mile south of interstate 4 off exit 55 there
1: you get some orange juice and coffee right
2: absolutely all day I'll every pour day pour myself so. for you come out and tell me you're there just don't go out there right
1: now because justin's not
2: there to pour it for and you and it's but, raining so yeah. stay off the roads
1: <laughs> that's it for us we'll see you again in a few years but uh chris and <laughs> justin uh for this edition of sports central thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next time on talk radio 96.7